Hello and welcome to Northern Monkeys Football Show. Uh, we're about a week late and there's one of us missing. Other than that, I think we did a pretty good job of uh, consistently pumping out quality content. So you're all very, very welcome. Um, we have Wayne with us. Hello, Wayne. Hello, how are we doing? Uh, well, talking of quality, Wayne has issues with his internet, so Wayne may or may not drop out at some point. Um, so it's all going very, very well. Is that the way of you saying that you're going to kick me out of the show at some point? I mean, you know, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. It may or may not happen. Uh, we'll soon find out, I suppose. Uh, and we have Ode with us as well. How's it going, Ode? Yes, very good, thanks. How's yourselves? Uh, as good as we can be. Uh, we have an end inside, don't we, to this to the situation we're in, which is, I think I think is a bit of a boost to everybody. Um, yeah, and a third of us here are vaccinated, which is a positive as well, isn't it? One yes. third of us, yeah. Yes, I've one been vaccinated. One third of us. I've got uh, Bill Gates' microchip inside me, so maybe he, maybe he's tuned in and uh, listening to us now. If you're listening, Bill, we want some investment, please, yeah? Well, thank you. I, I'm, I'm okay. I've got an Alan Sugar microchip inside me, so it's pretty much broke already. <laughs> cool so this week's going to be slightly different because we are very late in the week doing it we're going to do more of a look ahead to the weekend but we'll also look back to some of the incidents from last weekend uh, as well obviously in some Champions League we're recording on the night of Europa League so a lot of the Europa League stuff we are not going to be able to talk about because it's happening right now um, Is Europa League on tonight? It's oh, on that great. we're recording I mean people who are listening to this will have already seen it uh, the stuff we can talk about, a couple of the couple of British ones we can mention because they've already finished. Uh, Arsenal are through, and so are Rangers. Yeah, Arsenal uh, left it late. Yeah, they won the winning four three in aggregate, three two on the night. Eighty fifth uh, minute, I think, at Bamiyang. Yeah, so, or they'd have gone out. Yeah, on the way oh, goals. Yeah. Um, we are going to go to Arsenal, but yeah, sort of mentioned that. Do we have to? Well, only because they playing Leicester. Um, but we are going to start with what should be the game of the weekend. Manchester United visit Stamford Bridge. Um, second against, I think, the fifth Chelsea. Um, oh, Chelsea have had a turn in fortune. Since Tuchel took over, eight games unbeaten. Um, and they've won a lot of them. They had one midweek win over Atletico Madrid in the Champions League, which is a fantastic win. It's brought in something that Lampard could never quite get right, and that was just a bit of consistency. Yeah, and a bit of... Uh... Tactical know-how um, that any Sunday League manager would have brought. So, yeah, uh, okay. it, yeah. We, like when we said when we were, we were appointed, he's won things. You know, mm. it's more. I think it is still. They have got enough quality to be able to man manage at Chelsea uh, to a certain extent, uh, and again. Werner's looking sharper. He's, mm -hmm. he's still getting in the right areas, and maybe that were all it needed. You know, just that bit of uh, arm round shoulder, and uh, yeah, he's doing all right up to now. It's a Chelsea way away, isn't it? To have an average start to the season for their standards, a bad start to the season. Bring somebody in January, February. Uh, at this rate, they'll probably win Champions League. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll have a good end to the season. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't back up. Wouldn't uh, say they don't have a shot in Champions League. If that's the sort of manager he is, he would probably 
at the end of that competition. But no doubt he'll leave in the summer uh, and they'll get someone else in and they'll do the same thing all over again. <laughs> um, but you can't really uh, can't be good to the uh, start they've had under him. Mm. Yeah, the two points off Champions League places, uh, two points off West Ham in the Champions League places, uh, which is crazy. Um, I haven't put West Ham in the running order. We may touch on them later. Right now, I've thought of them, but um, do you fancy them to to get into those Champions League places, or if it was based on these what eight games or so that Tuchel's been in charge? Um, yeah, I think they've got the squad to do it, and uh, I, I'd be I'd be a bit of a hypocrite uh, saying they they've not got a chance when uh, Manu were dropping out of the top four. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, on Manu, um, they're the ones that obviously gone to Stamford Bridge. They've got a pretty good record um, at Stamford Bridge. They haven't lost there in all competitions since 2017. Uh, Manu won the last three games at Stamford Bridge. Um, what can you say about Manu and Wayne? They're just if they had any sort of consistency, they'd potentially challenge challenge City. They won't challenge City. No, um, I'd, they won't, I'd love they them could. too. I'd love them to, because I'd love anyone to challenge City, to be honest with you, because I'm making it exciting into the season, but it's not going to happen. 19 um, games in a row. Unbelievable, uh, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't, I, you can't even see where they're going to lose either. But, no. you know, Manu, uh, they've proven that they're capable of achieving the maximum that they are capable of achieving at the minute, mm. which is getting up to second place. They, they're not good enough to win the league. There's no other team that can Twitch City. Um, Liverpool said what they want, but it, it was a one-off. That's the last season, um, which has now been proven. But uh, second place is a, is a serious achievement. I, admittedly, the second place to City, and I'm never going to like that, but take it as a compliment that it is. We've done well this season. If I give you a blank cheque, both this because we've got out to both of you, where and what do Manchester United need to do to get to where Liverpool were last year and to where City are now. I don't know if you can do that with a blank check, but start playing in blue and change your last name to City. <laughs> because there is, yeah. there is no there is no two, three players they could sign that's gonna change and make them compete with City. It is a complete different ball game. Um they're they're a few seasons away from being able to beat City. Um, there's a lot of changes that need to be made. I, I, I don't think the amount of changes they make will give them that one season impact they're looking for to be able to beat City mm. the title next year. Guardiola summed it up last night, I thought. <laughs> uh, I think they asked him like, why our bigger achievement and why are they able to put that mm. kind of run together? And he said, by spending a lot of money on very, very, very good players. <laughs> And, uh, well, and a yeah. very good squad. So, Man U, what do they need? Um, I think someone similar to Cavani, but mm. probably younger and could get better. Like I uh, don't, don't talk about Erling Haaland going to Man United, like to. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, do you, yeah, do you want yeah. Odin to leave this year? Jesus Christ, don't say stuff like that. <laughs> Um, and, an, and another centre back uh, probably a left and right back um, you're not a fan of Bat Wambasaka 
he's not showing what I thought he were capable of up to now. Mm. I know, look, he, he could get better. He will get yeah. better. But he's just not... He's, he's not performing at a, a level at the moment that's going to win you a title. Yeah. So maybe maybe bring someone that we a bit of experience of winning trophies like I mean he's getting a bit he's getting a bit old now, but someone like um Gary Kelly. <laughs> no. Um, Stephen Carl. No, do you know what? I had in my head then Marcelo, but he's a he's, he, that'd be for mm. sure, wouldn't it? Um, Bielsa's a bit old to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he do he doing a job at centre back. I like, like to think that Wan Bissaka will get better, and I think mm. he will, but he will not get to the pinnacle of his position. You know, he will not be the best right back in the world. He will not be the best right back mm. in Europe. Um, he's a very good right back. Don't take that away from him, um, but he, he won't be as good as. Alexander Arnold, and he won't be the right back that gets you the title consistently. Um, and you, you players like your McTominay's and Dan James's, you're not going to be winning titles with with players like that. Uh, no, I agree with that. So it, particularly it, Dan James. Yeah, I mean, he's another one. You, you you could maybe see him developing into a into a top half, maybe even top six winger. Mm. But if 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 that's your ambition to be going and winning titles, players like that, I can't see you consistently going and going to win titles with. Mm. Yeah, I think if you look at Comparing it to quality-wise, Wan-Bissaka and I appreciate they played a different side of defence. Um, but quality-wise, players that have played and won the title in recent years have probably compared to someone like Kolarov uh, in that it was, a, it was a very good full-back, but you would never say he's best in the world or one of the best in the world. It was just a very good full-back, and that's the sort of level that Wan-Bissaka's at. And it's not, a, you know, it's not a slight on him in any way. It's just that... If you're if you're playing the blank check card and you're saying I want the best right back in the world, one back one wouldn't even be in consideration. No, you can get away with something like that. Again, I, I, I you get away with it in the nicest possible way if you've got world class players around him. Gary Neville's the perfect example of a player who wasn't wasn't a fantastic player, did his job quite well, but everybody else around him were fantastic. And it helps his mentality. You know, you understand from his off the field type thing. He helped everybody. That's but man, you don't have that. You know, they're they're the rest of their three defenders under the Wambasaka. You could maybe, and this is very very maybe, you could maybe call Maguire world class, but that might be a stretch. But he's the closest thing they've got in terms of world class defender. Every, Linda lost nowhere near that level. Shaw never reached the peaks. Sure, Luke Shaw should be a warning to Ambasaka. If you don't work hard enough and don't improve, that's what you're going to end up like. And that's the problem with Man U. They bought average players and didn't turn out to be anywhere near the level they thought they were going to. Completely agree. Completely agree. Mm, good, yeah, good, good analogy comparison. by Luke Shaw. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and that's, you know, if they are going to take that gamble with them, they've already paid, what, 50 odd million? Mm. Um, so they're going to stick with him. Yeah. 
but you're going to have to improve around him. He's good defensively, to be fair to him. He's very, he's very good defensively. He just didn't give you, as in a, as a modern day right back, he didn't give you anywhere near enough going forward. And that's the, that's the bit, that's, that's the area they're going to take a hit. Yeah. Kyle Walker. Yeah. So, uh, I think it'd be a better alternative <laughs> than we're going to get from City. Are they? Uh, yeah, that's true. Get get your blank checkbook out, like to. <laughs> yeah, if I had a blank check, I won't get Man U. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, we'll give us some predictions for these games because then we can look at it back next week and not all tell us all we're all wank because we got them all wrong. Um, that's how it works, isn't it? Is yeah. It, is this a, is this the same not all who's not anywhere near the top of our syndicate league at the minute? I think I like, everybody doesn't know we do a syndicate every week where we all pick a team and you know put put, put, put a bit of money on it. Nuttall's cost us two weeks in a row now, I think. So yeah. well Nuttall. He's actually Nuttall, you, you're below me, mate. I'm, I'm just saying you, you're rubbish. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Go. On. Oh, so I have no idea what I was supposed to be saying. I just wanted to abuse Nuttall to be honest. Predictions. So we'll start with you, win. Uh, <laughs> slightly biased, but uh, I think I'm going. I think I'm going Manu. Yeah, yeah score I'm, line, going Man- I'm, going, I'm going Manu. I'm going to go two 0 Okay, that fits in with recent form. I said, I'm sorry, you've got a really good record there recently. That would fit in with recent form, Odi. Um. Two one Chelsea. Ooh, I like it. I'm gonna go at one one. So we've all gone different. So what one of us is gonna get it right, you know, draw wise result, you know. You know what? It's really good. You managed to photoshop that fence out that you sat on. <laughs> <laughs> the draw's not an acceptable result. You're lucky I ain't gone nil nil on this and all. That's my standard super six predictions, which didn't work out very well midweek. Anyway. Um, so yeah that's that one um, the next game we're going to cover is Arsenal uh, or and Leicester um, we're going to start with Arsenal first Arsenal as we've already mentioned have made it through to the last 16 of the Europa League uh, they sit down in 10th I think they're four points off um, the Europa League are Arsenal in a position where it would be better to take a year out of Europe altogether next year and then they, then you can have a proper season at pushing for Champions League or do they need? Do they absolutely need to have European football, no matter what? Yeah, I'd say Arsenal as a club need European football mm. uh, at, at all costs. Yeah, um, just for I'm not sure what kind of financial impact it would have dropping out of Europe for a season, but I imagine it's quite mm. big. And then mm. there's obviously yes, they have got good. Good young, youngish players coming through, um, yeah. so you could maybe afford to have a season out of Europe and not spend that much. But if they if they've got ambitions away at Arsenal and where Arsenal thing, fans think they should be, they think mm. they should be Champions League every year. Yeah, and and going for titles. Um, so. As a as a club and as fans, I don't think they would accept 
uh, no season in Europe, mm. especially where they're going to be. I can't see him. I can't see him uh, finishing in Europa League spots this season either. Uh, mm. So, for me, they need to win it. Yeah, win. Yeah, I agree. I think you imagine the social media upheaval if they didn't qualify for Europe next year. The comedy, though, wouldn't it? I mean, it would, but I won't be able to go on Twitter for weeks. So I'd just immediately log on and then fall on the floor laughing. Um, <laughs> they're the worst. They're the worst fans, and it's only come to light this season since we've been there. To be honest, for me, but they're the worst fans, and and the players must fucking hate social media and all. The the the. All we ask well, on TV, and and then uh, yeah. it was obviously a, a, a bad defeat, and the the must the, after after every result that in a win, there must be the must they must have to switch off uh, social media altogether because of, of the abuse they get and the way, like Wayne's mentioning there about how they are, we they they're just they're, they're either. At top of tree, shouting about it, or they're just fucking imploding on the sense. Yeah, well, Granite Jack has come out this week and he's suffered racial abuse from his own, supposedly his own fans. Um, and Granite Jack has been a target for a few years. You can certainly like about Granite Jack as a footballer. He's a Premier League footballer. You know, he's he might not be the best in mid- midfield league, but he'll work hard. And he's a massive scapegoat for him. And that's the problem with club like Arsenal. There's an instant, a lot of clubs have this. A lot of clubs have a degree of fans. Wayne knows, Wayne's fan, I know as a Rotherham fan, where you, they demand success, instant success. Arsenal have, think they have a divine right because of the history they have to have instant success. Well, you don't, unfortunately. Um, and unfortunately, they seem to have the most vocal fans. I, I, I agree, Rod. They are by far and away the most vocal fans. Everybody had a bit of a laugh and a joke about Liverpool winning league now, it'd be unbearable. Liverpool fans are nowhere near the level of Arsenal fans in terms of being vocal in, in positive and negative. They, I, don't, I don't think they're anywhere near as bad as Arsenal. They, they, they gloat the most when they win and they are the whingiest, whingy ones, in the, certainly in the Premier League for me. It's just crazy. See, Arsenal dominate social media, whereas Liverpool dominate media. Uh, yes. Pretty much every pundit ever on any TV show loves Liverpool, um, so yeah. you have to listen to them talk about Liverpool. Arsenal, I just get bored of listening to the fans talk utter nonsense. It's interesting, yeah. actually, um, in terms of social media content, that there was a survey done, and apparently the area in the world where the English Premier League is searched most often on Google uh, is actually uh, East Africa, which is a bizarre thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so a lot of you know online Premier League content comes from people who, who you know don't mm. actually go to the games. Yeah, um, and I think I think that's probably the same for all clubs, to be honest. Um, I know it's been different over the last year because of COVID, but I just found that most of the abuse on social media comes from people who haven't been to games. Um, but then you also come across and find out stuff like Jack have been racially abused and that lot. And the chances are that these people, not only do they not go to games, they almost certainly have no following of the club other than to be bell ends on social media and racially abused yeah. players. 
Um, so if I was a player, it doesn't matter particularly no matter which club it was at, I would not be on social media. No, I wouldn't either. And that's mm. the sad the sad part is that you can't interact with your own fan base because okay. of these I, I would say few but i don't think that's the point there are people on social media that are actively looking to either be abusive racist or both and that's the sad truth of it so moving on to leicester now we've got arsenal a lot um leicester city second uh, can they take second road uh, a win would take them second depending on um man you result. don't win i think it'd take Leicester second um we, we, we talk week on week, it feels like, about Leicester. All positive stuff. Um, they're playing at Europa League, which has a bit of a negative impact in terms of tiredness. Or, but They just look good. They had a good win against Villa last week. I just can't see them dropping out of these places a minute. Can you? No. No. We, we do talk about them a lot, and they keep on uh, consistently proving that they're, uh, they're worth talking about because they are a good, they are a, a brilliant side, and um, I don't, I don't see the Europa League as an hindrance for them though. Mm. Um, I think that just, that's just going to keep on building the momentum. You know, we spoke about um, the break last season, and and that seemed to affect them. I think having games in close proximity will. Help them this year, yeah. uh, and and carry that momentum, and it I, I, that'd be that'd be an unbelievable season for them to finish second. But yeah, Champions League, um, they're definitely worthy contenders. Yeah, uh, the five games unbeaten at home to Arsenal in a row win. I think the last loss was something like 2015, when they lost five two. Um, it, even a year ago, Leicester would not have come into this game as favourites. For me, they are heavy, heavy favourites to beat Arsenal weekend. Yeah, and I think it'd be a bit of a surprise if it wasn't anything other than a win for Leicester. Um, but that just shows how far they've come in the last few years. You know, they're trying to prove that uh, 2016 wasn't a fluke, um, which at the minute it was. It um, will always be a fluke, unfortunately. Fantastic yeah. and amazing fluke, but unfortunately, fluke. But the, but, but. They're trying to prove that, and if they can get a second, I don't think they will. I think Manuel will mm. hold on to it. But third place, I think, is a massive achievement, gets them back into Champions League. Um, they do look in a good position in Europa League. I watched the first leg against Slavia Prague, it was awful, but. I think that was because they underestimated them, but they mm. they played awfully and still, you know, they're still in the tie. Mm. Um, so they're, they're, they're still competing on both fronts, and I wouldn't begrudge them qualifying for Champions League and uh, getting to the final at Europa League. Mm. So um, yeah, so anything, I think I've got a lot of faith in Leicester at the minute. I'm going to throw a hypothetical out there, and it's just a bit of fun. If they went on to win the Europa League and qualify for the Champions League, which obviously that would mean they would, uh, is that a better season than winning the Premier League? No. Or how how close is it? It's very close, but no. Um, I agree. I agree. By the way, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. But yeah, because of because of everything that happened that year, um, mm. I don't think I don't think anything could top that. 
unless they go and yeah. win the league and the Champions League in the same season. If they won the league again, I don't think you'd top what happened in 2016. Um, mm. However, that should be the target for them. Success in Europe and top four Premier League. And yeah. they're well on track for that. I Do you think, Ode? Yeah, 100%. Uh, the winning the league uh, comes above that. But, yeah. Um, they, they, should, they should see qualifying for Europe uh, a massive success anyway in terms of being able to I mean they've, they've always had good scouting systems anyway and they, mm. they pay they pay good wages at Leicester and all um, so you'd expect Champions League they, they, they might be able to uh, spend a bit of money and uh, and just keep on adding to that to that squad, maybe maybe. Uh, my, uh, do you know what though? I mean, the academy and 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 the the amount of money they don't they don't need to spend that much thinking about no. it. Um, they're going to need at some point, yeah. and this is not an issue for today. They're going to need to replace Jimmy Vardy at some point, and that is yeah. an issue further down the line. Because how much does it cost to replace somebody like Jimmy Vardy? You're talking, well, a lot of money. Yeah, I, I, I don't see who they could go out and get to replace him that would realistically be able to afford. Um, Not an yeah. instant success, no. Uh, no. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe they've got some someone lined up uh, from a French second division that's going to be... Or maybe someone else from conference. Uh, yeah. Uh, who knows? They'll have someone up the sleeve. It's, it's been a... It must have been a contingency plan they've had for yeah. a long time now. So, yeah, I fully expect them to find uh, mm. someone for about hundred grand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they can uh, <laughs> they can rip it up same. So. Yeah. Uh, predictions. Oh, to start with you with this one. What do you reckon? Leicester home to Arsenal. Uh, Three-one Leicester. Three one Leicester, okay. I'm gonna go two nil Leicester. Wayne? Uh believe it or not, I was also gonna go three one, so I'll go I'll go three nil. You mean you can say the same thing? Yeah, there's no fun in that. Okay. Fair enough. Uh that's fair enough that. Uh we're gonna move on to Leeds United and Villa, and then we're gonna have our guess the Premier League or guess the footballing moment in a moment. Um, Leeds United host Aston Villa for the first time in the Premier League since 2003. Uh, this is the first meeting at Ellen Road since 1-1 in the Championship when Leeds United scored a goal that Bielsa didn't like, so he allowed Aston Villa to score an equaliser. Oh, he screwed that face up. Bielsa let Villa score because he didn't like it. Yeah, Dean Smith didn't like it and John Terry. Uh, Bielsa didn't like it either, did he, to be fair? Uh... I'm, well, I'm paying him a positive in this sense. I don't think we've got enough time in the, le- in the left in the day to discuss Odin's thoughts on that game. No, yeah. Odin side with Pontus Janssen on that game. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, brilliant. Um, thoughts on the game? Well, we're going to talk about Melier in a minute as well because he's had an interesting week. But thoughts on the game against Villa? Uh, not in the best form, Villa, but they've got the threats. I think Jack Gillis might still be injured, actually, so that's that's a helping hand, isn't it? Yeah, the, if Grealish is injured, it's a, 
it's like playing a different team. Mm. In all honesty, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I don't see anywhere. This is the amount of attacking threat where you feel like Villa really dangerous attacking wise. Mm. When you like. Good, when but when they haven't got in, the the it feels like they're that team that finished just above relegation. I know yeah. it's not. I know it's not. Mm. And, and obviously there's Watkins and and there's uh, Barkley, Barkley. Although he's, he's not been as good in the last few mm. games, but yeah, um, it does make a massive difference for him. Um, but I think to be honest. It's going to be more about the pitch again, unfortunately. Um, I heard about that. I, I didn't watch all the Southampton game, but I've watched bits of it. And what yeah. is the problem with? I don't understand the the issue. I know people are slipping, but yeah. Well, I think I think it because it has it hasn't had time to to bed down. Well, it has had time to bed down properly, but we haven't had the weather. Um, mm. Obviously, with snow and and it, it seems to have pissed it down every time. Yeah. Every time they played on it, um, I just think it needs a couple of weeks of sun on it mm. <laughs> yeah, before it's too late because it it has it it's looking nearly nearly as bad as what the pitch we ripped up. Yeah. Uh, and it's only three games old. This may sound like a stupid question, but how was it transported from Spurs to you? I assume it wasn't transported as a full pitch. Yeah, well, I don't know how it was transported, but it was a company that uh, that did it all for Spurs. Came and yeah. tra- I'm sure they sort of transport art for it and yeah. and fitted it. Uh, fitted was it, it, it Dessa? Was it Dessa? Because I'll be honest with you, they did an absolute mare of our pitch. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah, your pitch is a wank again, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know who it is, but it, apparently it's them that's. Uh, Sorting his pitch out in summer and all, uh, which yeah. we planned for last summer. Um, we were going to, I think we're spending about a couple of million doing all drainage and things yeah. like that. So, Is it going to uh, have under soil heating? Should we leave this bit out, like the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 the Rotherham pitch argument you... You you wind down window pitch. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Um, I saw. I watched. So I watched most of the game against Southampton. I didn't miss. The, I missed the goals, but you're still fantastic going forward. You've got issues at back, and we all, we all know those. I mean, although having kept another clean sheet, um, you are fantastic to go going forward. You've got some really good attacking players at the minute. Yeah, that. I mean, first half Southampton. I they, I they didn't score I don't know mm. um, what you thought of penalty that they were given and disallowed dive it, it were absolutely pathetic attempt uh, and it weren't it weren't just going down softly either he's dragged kicked his foot him, along, he's, he's, dra- he's dragged his foot along the floor and kicked the defender and then gone over it yeah. were pathetic uh, I'm, I'm glad right decision came of that and then the the free kick the referee hadn't blown his whistle, simple as mm. with that. Uh, whether it's half a second after or not, uh, which 
the the if they'd have waited that half a second, they probably would have scored uh, scored mm. from, and that'd have been fair. But yeah, it's just it's just that it is just wait for whistle. Yeah, I agree. Um, Wayne, we've talked about Millie a lot, and we are going to talk about him now. Uh, we've, we've got two records for you: a positive and a negative. Which one would you like the first way? The positive record or the negative record? Let's go with the positive because then I can spend more time talking about the negative. Okay. Oh, did you want to give us the positive record, or do you want me to give it? Go, uh, go on. You you word it better. You'll go in front of you. Um, he has broken the record for that. He was sorry. Is the first keeper under the age of twenty-one to keep eight clean sheets in a season in the Premier League, obviously, which is a fantastic oh, record. The problem is in the games he has conceded, he's conceded a shitload of goals. That's the problem. <laughs> um, Le- Leeds United, all or nothing. <laughs> um, the negative stat is that he is now the youngest goalkeeper in Premier League history to score an own goal with the own goal he scored against Wolves at, at the weekend. Uh, well, I think the important thing is we're, we're conf- uh, are we calling this an own goal then, Ed? I, I don't know what else you can call it, to be honest. Yeah. And I, I wish it weren't going down as his own goal, but it was just a freak, weren't it? Just a freak, yeah. just uh, one of them. You don't, you, you, you don't see him every season. You see him every probably two, three seasons where uh, yeah. uh, it, it just happens sometimes. And unfortunately, it happened. And I, I think for the Wolves game, we deserved a draw if not to win we we missed chances so we were really unlucky there and to come back way did uh, like that from the performance against Arsenal where, where uh, just shows it's all credit to him because mm. uh, yeah. a lot a lot of lads that age have probably gone into the shell well that, that's the sign of a quality player someone who even at that age can respond after making those mm. mistakes Um you know, we took the mick out of him. But he is a quality goalkeeper and will be, up, mm. you know, for years to come, uh, barring any sort of injury issues. Um, so, as long as he can put that behind him, then you'll have no problem. You know, you definitely won't finish in bottom two. That's that's the important thing. Yeah, um, he won't have any problems <laughs> for the rest of the season. Um, easy, but, the, easy but, but I don't think that's. The one player in your team that's making your season. He is having a really good season, but I think the player that's making mm-hmm. your season is you definitely signing that season, and someone who's probably going to make it into the Northern team at year, and that's uh, Rafinha. Yeah, he's. He's uh, not. I'm going to put, put stamp the shit out now. He ain't getting in the Northern season team at year. All right, Ode. Why not? You listening? Why not? Uh, well, how long has he been living in Leeds now? Last uh, not long four, enough. Five months. Uh, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he qualify for. Uh, I'm gonna create some criteria before uh, the end uh, of the season. Uh, anyway. a, a Northern Monkeys team at year passport. So get him on. Get him on that. Uh, <laughs> get him on that I, uh, team sheet. I saw a stat about um, how Leeds had finished at the top of a specific table. It was something along the lines of the squad growth year over the last twelve months. Yeah, in Europe. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the only issue is that three of the top five teams were the three teams that were promoted. Um, so is, is that a, an accurate stat or is that just showing you how much players' values go when they get promoted? Mm. So I think it was mm. three out of the top five plus Wolves and 
Leipzig, I think, was the other one. Yeah, yeah, Leipzig finished second yeah. to us. So, but when you compare it to Leipzig, um, it, uh, they're, and they're a club that's been doing it for years, harvesting uh, players for next to no, and then selling them on for big profits. Um, yeah, I think Rafinha is probably doubled at least maybe well maybe even trebled is uh, what we pay for him uh, pay? Se- 17 million um, that. yeah unbelievable uh, the, 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 there's no wonder they're going bad them French mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> fans should we call them um, yeah uh, so yeah thanks for Rafinha we're enjoying us fish and chips and uh, everything's brilliant uh, yeah, no, he's, there's another stout Rafinha, and all his his uh, chances created. I think he's like fourth in Premier League, uh, wow. which yeah, he's just just get better and better. Uh, I've no doubt he's he's got everything to to play for Brazil and uh, and and be in their squad for a long time and for Leeds United for a long time. He's playing for Brazil despite actually being born in Berwick on Tweed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, predictions. Wayne, you can start us off with this prediction. Um, sorry, who are Leeds playing again? Villa. Home to Villa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> 1 0 Leeds. Okay. You took a really long to time to just take 1 0. Well, it's the thing is, I wanted to make a joke about Villa winning just to annoy Odin, but I don't think they will. I genuinely think mm. Leeds will win. And uh, I'd, uh, I'd like to do a serious prediction this time. Okay, that's not like you, but anyway. Win? Uh, Odd? Fucking hell. I'll have another go if you want. Three <laughs> <laughs> um, nil Leeds. It's incredibly positive. We beat him 3 0 down there and all. Uh, True. I think we'll do it again. Uh, I'm going to copy Wayne and 1 0. I can't see Villa getting out. Uh, if they do, it'll be to a couple of goals to know something like that, but I'd be surprised if they did. Mm. Um, I think uh, G- uh, Grealish playing and all, I think that. Mm. I, I've, I've made that prediction based on him not playing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it would be a, closer, a, a lot closer game with him playing. Mm. Uh, I agree. Right, we're going to move on to guess the footballing moment. Uh, that is the name of the feature until I can think of a more catchy name because it's not a great name. Um, this week, it has changed. I haven't got a five-year-old girl to do it. Instead, we have got a stand-in. This surprise for you two as well. You two don't know who it is. Um, a thank you uh, to the person uh, who did do it. Can I have a guess who it is? No. Uh-huh. I'm going to play it for you now. Uh, so it's going to... Uh, basically, to talk us through the moment, and then you two have got to guess it, and then he will reveal the answer for us. Any questions? Yeah, who is Bell. it? All right, we'll play it now. Afternoon, lads. Um, Lax has asked me to put together a bit of a show reel to become the fourth Northern Monkey. Are we? No, I'm getting something else. He's asking me to replace his five-year-old daughter and give you the iconic Premier League moment this week. All right, okay then. Just bringing it up. 
Wow, that's a big stadium. Okay, so there's two teams. There's a blue team and a red team. And there's been a bit of a foul. Oh, the players don't like that. Oh, big reaction from both teams. A little bit of a kick. Slap in the face. And he sees red. Oh, now he's gone as well. Can you guess it, lads? So, anybody doesn't know, that's Tom Wainwright. Um, our biggest fan. I thought it were Olivier Giroud. <laughs> I was just about to say he's dropped his accent. He's been, I know he's been in England a while, but he's dropped his accent. What's happened there? Thanks, Olivier. I appreciate that. Um, I'll be honest. I just got lost in his eyes, and I had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> I'm not playing it again. <laughs> go on, Ed. You can go first. Oh. I think it's a Man U Man City game. I just got that feeling about it. So I can't remember exactly what happened, but I've just got Roy Keane and uh, Alfie and Garl and Dimied. Fuck's sake. I thought that as well, but it doesn't. I, 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 I don't remember him, him both you know, getting sent off, though. That's the only thing I can. That's because he, he was trying to fix his leg, Arlen. That's why. Yeah, but it happened, it, it, something happened again, though, didn't it? Um, yeah. Alan did it to Keane. Yeah, possibly. When? Yeah, you know what? I, I'm struggling. Um, Is that because you didn't listen? No, I, I, I mean, I didn't. But, you know, I'm thinking, I remember I remember something about blue versus red, a slap and a red card. But other than that, I was just, you know, lost completely. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for... You said it was a Premier League one, yeah? Yes, it is, yeah. Um, Lewis is. Uh, I really need to come up with something quick here because I haven't got a fucking clue. If I, I, I'm going to go for that one, but I need to have a different guess. Uh, blue against red. We'll go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I don't know. Liverpool against Everton. I don't remember anyone getting sent off, but didn't didn't the cameras go off in one of their games a few years ago? Right to end. It might have been an FA Cup game, to be honest, now I'm thinking about it. But I have no other option of answers, so I'm going to go for that. OK. Here's where we're at with the answer. I'm sure that from that description, you guessed that it was Sheffield Wednesday's game against Arsenal at Hillsborough, where De Canio pushed over the referee. Enjoy the rest of the show, lads. Bye-bye. Fucking slap! Right. Uh, he, did he, did he? he did eat somebody, didn't he? He did eat somebody. And he ate somebody to get sent off and then push the referee. Yeah, but we didn't say anything about Winterburn shitting himself. It was just like a... Just say yeah. thank you. Yeah, cheer, cheers, Wayne, right? Je, je, no, okay, joking aside, cheers, Wayne, right? And we would love to welcome you on as a fourth Nova monkey. <laughs> yes. Cheers, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for that. We'll, do it. we'll keep doing it every week. It might not be weird. It won't be weird. probably won't be weird every week, but we'll mix it with some different people. Um, I'm surprised that you got that. Uh, I thought that was an okay. I thought I thought it was a really good description of it. But, you know, it, to be honest, I don't remember anyone getting slapped. I was there. I don't remember anyone getting slapped. <laughs> you were probably asleep. I was watching that one. I was like seven or something. I remember it. If you said so. Um, so now I, I, I'm talk- I remember it because I remember it because Lee Briscoe scored a brilliant goal to win game, and no one ever talks about it. So well done to Lee Briscoe for scoring that goal. A little chip of a bit uh, Manninger, I think you were in there at the time. From uh, about 20 yards, corner of box. Beautiful. Shout out Lee Briscoe. 
Well, well done, Lee. Wayne, never, never heard Wayne, of Wayne reminiscing uh, last time Wednesday won. <laughs> it's been a bad season. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about some positive news at the minute. What well, potential positive news for English football fans? Um, so, if you haven't seen the news, uh, first, this is obviously speculation. The second part, fans will be allowed back in stadiums in full by middle of June, assuming, every, uh, assuming everything goes to plan, uh, which is massive news for everybody. Um, fans are allowed. Fans, fans may be allowed in the Premier League games for the last game of the fixture. That will only be ten percent, fifty percent or ten thousand, whichever is highest. Um, but UEFA, I've got a problem because this they've for Euro, well Euro twenty twenty, but in, in Euro in twenty twenty one is scheduled to happen across twelve cities across Europe. Um, and bearing in mind, this is the time you want to be least moving around from different country to country. There are now reported in in many newspapers on Thursday afternoon that there are serious reports that they're considering having it in one country, with England being touted as the country most ready to host an instant major tournament. Um, we, I think us three, and I'm sure not all as well, I'm sure many of the people in the world have said this for years, England could host a major tournament at a moment's notice. It's got everything it needs, infrastructure, stadiums, the, the sort of the closest of all the stadiums into you're not flying from one side of the country to other, uh, you know you can drive from one side to other in a couple of hours. Um, let's assume it's going to happen, Wayne. Let's assume that's the case. It might not be, but let's assume. Um, it makes perfect sense all around, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's been a tough year. There's going to be a, a very quick decision made if they want fans in stadiums. Mm. Um, in Europe, at least. Um, Britain, I'd say, not England, but Britain is the only uh, area that's suitable um, and ready to host a tournament like that. Yeah, we don't, um, we don't want uh, Scotland and Wales in the rain. Yeah, yeah true. And Northern um, Ireland. Right, uh, no, Northern Ireland. Go, oh, no. No, just, just no. no, I mean, you know, you've got Hamden, you've got, you've got, you've got Ibrox, you've got Celtic Park, you've got Millennium. There's a few different stadiums in Scotland and Wales. Maybe not Northern Ireland. Mm. But, you know, we, there's options there. The vaccine program's working at the minute uh, in the UK. That remains to be seen whether it keeps up that pace. Um, I think the only other country in Europe that's anywhere close to um, starting to vaccinate people is Germany um, and then and Russia, but Russia just making shit up as they go along. So, yeah, I think it would make sense. Um, it, it, based on the restrictions uh, guidance given this week uh, I think from something like the second week of the tournament you could have full stadiums mm. and it just be and that'd be quite a good measure of you know making sure we were prepared just having quarter stadiums for the first round of games and there's at least and I could probably reel off 12 stadiums off the top of my head um, in Britain that would be more than suitable for hosting you know 30,000 plus crowds so why not we, you could have, uh, we're selfish, we want to go to these games, you could have uh, crowds only from Britain and you would still sell out those tickets because pretty much everyone in Britain wants a summer. Yeah. So you would sell, you would sell out those tickets at, you know, two, three weeks notice and people would get them. Um, mm. So I don't, I don't see the, well, there is a downside in that, you know, they're going to lose money from the other cities who have bid. They're going to have to refund those cities who have bid and put infrastructure in place. 
Um, but in terms of actually a spectator, you know, a spectacle and having spectators in there, there is no downside. Mm. I agree completely with you, Dave. Some of you are saying, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'd be, it'd be, uh, it'd be a brilliant summer, wouldn't it? <laughs> to, be to, to have it here and, and, and to have it all to ourselves and all. Let's be selfish. <laughs> <and all. laughs> yeah, uh, there's a selfish yeah. But genuinely, look at the think of the grounds. If, even if you just said England, you were, well, you need you know, ten. But based on Euro 2016, you need ten stadiums. Assuming, assuming that you're the same amount of teams, and France had ten stadiums. So you've got to pick ten stadiums uh, in okay. theory. All right. Well, Wembley, Old Trafford. Emirates, St James's, Anfield. What's that five Anfield. straight away? Anfield's a good one. I would like it, but um, that, that's when this pitch is due to be ripped up. Uh, and I'd rather us have a nice, shiny new pitch. Yeah, the, you'd, you'd want them to go somewhere like Yorkshire. And the only other bit of ground that's similar size is Hillsborough. Hillsborough's not really fit for. A Euro, uh, that level of game it's tough to falling down I would yeah. love love a Euro, to watch a Euro game at Hillsborough in the same way they had one in 96 mm. however Hillsborough hasn't changed since 96 um, and we would not be willing to put any sort of no. work in to get it done at that short notice I'd love to have it I'd love to have one there mm. uh, but realistically I don't think it would happen but there's still other grounds around the country you can throw in Villa Park uh, parts of the show. I'm sure St Mary's would get added to it just because of location, like it always does. Um, How about Spurs Stadium? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, now they've got a new stadium, of course. Yeah. Um, Etihad Olymp- Olympics. Uh, what's called? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Pl- plenty of options there. We don't have too many in London. Let's, let's, they, they only let's like having two in one city. They, they don't. Yeah. They don't. But but that's in normal circumstances. This is on the spur of the moment type thing. Mm. Uh, if they do do it, they've got to spread it around, spread it around. What you find in other sports for in the cricket, we we talk about cricket a lot in comparing to football. The Ashes sometimes is very sudden centric. You sometimes might only get one game or in the maybe no games in the north of England. There's got to be a fair spread of games. With having ten venues, that does help. I think I think that does make it easier. Um, but as the Northern Monkeys football show. I think I speak for the whole north of the country. Is if you're going to do this, be fair and let's have some games up north. Yeah, you know, if, even if you're willing to throw in uh, Derby, Forest, mm. who aren't, aren't massive attendances but are well covered by you know like transport links and things like that, yeah, and they're well suitable to holding those sort of grounds. There's plenty of options up there. Uh, you move further up, yeah. you've got Stadium, stadium Alight, and then if you were trying to make it as a British bid, you would throw in Hamden. Celtic Park, Ibrox, uh, and Millennium Stadium as well. So there are a lot mm. of options there. We must have reeled off at least 12 there, if not more, uh, yeah. in terms of options. It's there, and there is nothing that needs to be done. It's just, are the pitches going to be ready? That's it. Yeah, exactly. Which they should be, because most of them, other than Ellen Road, most pitches are looked after. You're not saying you don't look after your pitch, but you've had issues with it. Um Whereas most of the clubs, Etihad, Spurs, everywhere else, you know, they're groundsmen's on more, more than most people in the country, I imagine. That's how important they look after it. If you were to have a, a smaller, one of the smaller games, you could probably even use Bremer Lane as well. True. For one of the less, what would be a less popular game for residents of the UK. 
Mm. Yeah. Plenty of options there. FIFA, I'm, sh- I'm sure you're watching because you've not UEFA. said you aren't. Um, yeah, UEFA, not FIFA. I don't know why I said FIFA. Gloss over that. Um, that'll be another edit for sure. Um, yeah, we're available. <laughs> in fact, if you want, us three, in fact, we'll even invite Nuttall and Wayne Wright since he's pretty much in the show anyway. Us five, <laughs> we'll, we'll arrange it for you if you want. We'll sort of ticket in. Pad. It's fine. We'll, we'll get it done. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, you, you... Plenty of tickets. Yeah, and there might not be any games, uh, you know, south of Derby, but yeah. we'll, go through, we'll go through the details later on. It's fine. Everyone wants to watch England versus the Czech Republic at New York Stadium. Let's be fair; we all Who want to doesn't? see it. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's good. on that on that basis, it's a good job. Uh, it, it's not held in winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been Hello, known to snow in the summer. <laughs> hey, hey, I won't put it past. Hey, if it depended on the uh, Rotherham uh, staying up or going down, I'm sure uh, uh, the sort of few snow machines out for uh, <laughs> pitch at New York in the middle of summer. Just, we, can, we can arrange that. No, if we live by a river, we can just get a hose in, flood it out, and be fine. <laughs> uh, so I hope that happens. I think I think there is a vote in either March or April, which is leaving it quite late actually. Um, but we'll we'll keep an eye on that because that's pretty exciting news for English. Probably going our favour. Yeah, Probably. I agree. Uh, Wayne says about Germany. Germany won't get it because I think Germany have got the next Euros, so they would be very reluctant to have consecutive Euros at, at, in one in one country, even under the circumstances. I think they'd be very very reluctant. And it has been twenty four or well, twenty five now, but twenty four years since we held one. So uh, yeah. I think we're probably. Uh, I don't think people are going to grudge it. No, well, they would because it's England and UEFA don't really like England, do they? I don't think the, but, the average fan would be grudge it. I think UEFA no. haters, but you know, mm. this would be yeah, seeing the coming on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, back to a domestic action. Uh, we're going to wrap, we're going to, we've got, we're going to go end up quite, going, to, going quite long this week, but it'll be fine. Um, there's a relegation dogfight happening at the bottom of the league. Um, we've we've shot- already talked about the Leeds game. What are you on about? I was about to say, it's just, it surprised everybody that we're not going to be talking about Leeds United in this part. Um, they've had a, a very good season. Um, Sheffield United and West Brom are as good as down. Uh, they aren't in the 20s yet in terms of points, either of those teams. So, but And the worry for West Brom is Sheffield United are catching West Brom and Sheffield United are dead and buried. Um, so it was looking like, a, even, even what a week, 10 days ago, it was looking like relegation was sewn up as well, but Fulham have found their voice. Um, they, well, I said they beat Sheffield United, so let's not get too ahead of ourselves, I suppose. Um, but they could come out of the relegation zone this weekend. Though. Fulham could finally get out of the relegation zone if they beat Crystal Palace at home and Newcastle lose to Wolves. Fulham could somehow find themselves out of the relegation zone, which is amazing from where they were. Yeah. Uh, I- we all written them off at the beginning of the season, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, we thought they'd be the first name on the sheet to be uh, relegated. Mm. But yeah, they, they have, and they are playing some good stuff. Um, mm. I, I just, I still don't think that they've got enough though. Um, and that last game of the season could be massive. Uh, what they got? Newcastle. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. But Fulham, Fulham are still going to really have to p- 
pull it out of the bag, I think, with the, the run of fixtures they've got. Uh, they've well, got the, to next, play. The, the next three games are Spurs at home, Liverpool away and City at home. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, this is now a massive game because of that next one of fixtures. This is a huge game now. Yeah. So uh, it's still going to be it's still going to be real. But the if they do stay up, they'll have stayed up on merit definitely. Uh, yeah. We we are we are that. Rest of the fixtures are. Um, but yeah, Newcastle. I mean, they've got some Mac, uh, some Maximan back now, and I think he's a big difference for them. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably a toss-up between them two where things are going. Yeah, I agree, Wayne. But but uh, Brighton and Burnley—they've certainly Burnley have, and Brighton seem to. You know, they lost in um, the derby that we like to call a derby on Monday night. Rivalry, um, not a derby. <laughs> rivalry. Even by Palace's own Twitter feed, they described it as a rivalry and not a derby. So let's be clear about that. I'm just. I'm just using the words that get used. Um, but at the same time, that Brighton do sit on 26 points, only four points off the relegation zone. But Brighton seem to have enough to, to stay up relatively comfortably, don't they? Yeah, they'll be fine. They were the same as last season. They look like for a shine, you know, a little moment that they might actually bring themselves into danger, but they won't. They'll, uh, they'll drag themselves out of it. Did you just say um, shining moments if you want them to go down? Yeah, because they're... A, Pathetic club, uh, and I'm still. I tell you what, we'll do a swap. We get rid of them, but you keep Sheffield United. No, <laughs> that's like that's like saying mm, I know you've got the clap. We're going to take that away, but we're going to give you HIV back. <laughs> you know, I accept that. We're going to continue to scratch. In fact, let's just move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. There's a lot of teams I really don't particularly yeah. want in there. Um, well, yeah. Brighton being one of them. There's a lot of just poor teams. Uh, and the same as a lot of poor teams in Championship. Um, Got in the just. But uh, shouldn't be in there. Uh, and unfortunately, we're one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to let Odie go for the first prediction on this one, actually. Hmm. Um. Uh... Uh, they've got a poor record, or before you say that, before you before you predict, they have a poor record. Uh, they haven't beaten Palace uh, since 2015, and they haven't beat Palace at home since 2005. So they've got a really, really poor record against um, against Palace at Fulham. Yeah, so I think off Monday night, uh, Palace will have been given a, a big confidence boost, especially with Benteke getting... Uh, mm-hmm. Getting one and uh, Mateta, both brilliant finishers, like from two players who you think won't have that kind of confidence to take <laughs> on. The, well, Mateta's new to Premier League, isn't he? But um, mm. yeah, certainly Ben Teke with that finish were uh, unbelievable, really. Uh, so I'm going to go Palace 2 uh, 1. 2 1. That's your first away win you've predicted so far in these in these win. Uh, award, sorry. Uh, win. One nil Fulham. One nil Fulham. Excellent. Uh, I am also going to go two one. Go two one, but to uh, Fulham. Um, we're not going to put the Newcastle game because I don't want to. I've run out. I've run out of space in my paper, so. 
They like chalk and cheese uh, for other night, uh, Monday night against uh, Brighton to how they played against us. It was like two mm. totally different sides. So I suppose yeah. it just depends. See, see which one turns up. Yeah. They've got long-term problems with Palace. They've got about 12, 13 players out of contract in summer. Roy Hodgson's out of contract in summer. Um, they're, they're going to stay up. But next season is going to be very interesting to for Palace to see how it happens. Um, that might be worth talking about in a future episode. Um, we're going to drop out of the Premier League. Uh, Wayne, I know you're recording on your phone. Uh, how easy access do you have to Super 6 and fantasy football? Um, pretty much zero. All I can tell you is that this week I finished top of Super 6 um, with 13 points uh, and that you two got zero. Um, I think Nuttall got four points. Oh, yeah. Um, and that Nuttall's still above me overall for the season um, by about 10 points and all like that. Um, unfortunately, because I'm on my phone, I'm not really in a position to check fantasy football. But I can pretty much say with confidence that Christopher Lilly will be still top for the season. Um, so, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't pass any judgment on the rest of it, I'm afraid. Um, for once, I'm not blaming Virgin Media, I'm actually blaming Plusnet. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Plusnet. Oh, no. no. Anyway. Actually, it's uh, not Plusnet's fault. It's BT Open Reach. It's, the, it's BT's fault. Okay. Maybe we should stop slating companies on this show. Yeah, I've always wondered why we never get sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, on to the I've EFL. Always, Go on. I've always been a big fan of Iceland's chicken drumsticks. So, uh, Iceland. I like Iceland's Greg's chicken bakes so if they want to that's a, that's a, that's a two for that win you see what I've done two companies then yeah. so I, uh, I like Iceland's uh, TGI Friday range and the Gino De Campo range that they do <laughs> that's three win there you go Brilliant. if anybody finds listening that's a chicken drumstick so you might get sort of from Venkis that's true yeah yeah three Blackburn actually no <laughs> EFL <laughs> um, um, stuff has happened stuff has definitely happened um, Wayne this is going to be a sort of serious question I am enjoying it but at the same time it is a serious question uh, since you sacked uh, Monk and Neil Thompson took over you felt like you had a good start under him uh, that seems to have died that start yeah I think and it is a big call but I'm going to say I don't think we're going to get promoted um, you had to cancel your hotel for, for Wembley. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think we've quite got enough to get in playoffs this year, uh, which is a shame. But we, you've got to be got to be honest and reasonable about these things. I don't think we're going to do it. Um, yeah, what particularly worries me is uh, I spent most of Wednesday, weren't it? Most of Wednesday night looking at uh, clubs at the top of League Two and working out which grounds I can go to next year. And I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to my first ever visit to Wadden Road. I went to Wadden Road. I went to Wadden uh, Road when I was about 10 and I got to hold the conference trophy because it was the year after I got promoted. <laughs> Were they aware that you weren't a Cheltenham fan? Yeah, I went sponsors box for some reason. Oh, you're a big time bastard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Wadden Road. I went way home. On way home, we went to a little chef. So, is it big time? No, no, no. It sounds like you had a terrible day, to be fair. <laughs> so, I'm sorry hell. about that. 
Big big time prices, little chef. Oh. Rest um, in peace. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, little chef, if you are coming back and you want to sponsor us. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm looking at Cheltenham. Um Morecambe, it's Globe Arena, I think it Morecambe, isn't it? Mm. That could be a good one. Uh, Cambridge, I've not been to before. Not been to that one. No. Forest Green, um, I've not had a vegan, vegan pie before, so I could try that. You've got to work oh, out where well. it is, though. No, nobody actually knows where it, they actually play. It's a bit of a mystery. Oh, Forest is it, Green? Is it because yeah. the, the ground blends into a field? <laughs> it is just a village so. green that they play on. Yeah. It's a, the, the village of Forest. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there, 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 there are some uh, there are some plus sides to this uh, terrible terrible season we're having. We've uh, we've lost his best young player. He signed a pre-contract agreement mm-hmm. with Celtic, um, but Barry Bannon signed, reportedly with a release clause in his contract. Uh, oh, that's for just for, for, for relegation. So um, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Um, we join you, rather than United join Sheffield Wednesday in the bottom three at the minute. We can have picked up a win or two, but they're still looking well, well past it. Uh, the good thing for rather than Wednesday, we have a game, a game in hand or two to teams above us. Uh, stick with Wednesday for a minute. You have got a game in hand, but you lost to Birmingham City at the weekend. Um, that's an embarrassing result, unfortunately. Well, that's the thing. If we did not, even if we'd just drawn, we'd have yeah. still been in a comfortable position. Um, but no. We decided to make it difficult for ourselves uh, in true Wednesday fashion, um, and uh, yeah, I'm not confident. Uh, we, in theory, we are not the one. We are not one of the worst three teams in that division. Mm. Um, we're probably not one of the worst six, to be fair. However, with his points deduction, I don't think we are six points better than the worst three teams, given yeah. how tight it is down there. So that's. The issue that we're uh, that we've fallen that we've given ourselves, um, and I don't see what's going to change within that squad that's going to wake or, you know wake them up and um, give them that bit of uh, encouragement that they need to get us out of the bottom three. So yeah, it's really grim times. I'm looking forward to a few more seasons in League One. But we've got the South Yorkshire Derby next Wednesday live on Sky. Um, you can watch Rotherham United go to Sheffield Wednesday, um, which I'm sure is a treat for the nation. Uh, during these lockdown dark times, you really need that type of thing to sort of lift your spirit. So, well done, Sky, for picking that game. Cheered every up, I think. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, but if you came to Arsenal, can we think and fast? And we are coming up to the international break. So, by the time the international break comes at the end of March, the championship will look a much, much uh, I think, look much clearer in terms of where it's going to end up. Um, it has, to be fair, over the past week or two, it has stretched out a little bit. The playoff teams have pulled away from the mid-table. The mid-table pulled away from relegation zone. Um, Norwich have pulled away as well. They're seven points clear at the top. Um, Watford have dragged themselves back into the fight for automatic promotion. Uh, they were miles, miles adrift. They're now just one point uh, adrift of Brentford. Uh, in second place, so Watford have done a fantastic job by changing their manager every five minutes. So, uh, I just want to be clear that my three teams that I predicted to go up from the championship at the start of the season were Norwich, Watford, and Swansea. So I'm just throwing it out there. I think Watford and Norwich are in mine. I can't, I can't, I can't remember who my third were. Um, 
Watford have done. I think Watford have done us all a favour by coming back into the mix in terms of our predictions. I might be wrong, but I think I think we've mm. done a pretty favour. I had Watford, Brentford, and Forest. <laughs> so yeah, Forest aren't going up. No. I, I, I watched them on Tuesday night, and they're fucking going anyway. No. <laughs> Um, yeah. so, I yeah. think we just need to relegate probably eight teams out of championship uh, and yeah, what we could do is we could start a, an extra league uh, maybe call it League 3 um, Oh no, we, no We could, we're not going to but we could but we're not going to um, The problem is we need to relegate about 10 teams from championship we need to relegate about 10 teams from Premier League There's a lot of shit at the bottom of League 2 that's clogging up We just need to Cut the league. It feels like it's cut the entire league in half to get rid of the shit that's clogging everything up. Um, but I don't. I'm not saying we should do that, but that's how it feels at times. I am. <laughs> I know you are. Yeah. Uh, so that is everything we have for this week. We have a busy old week with lots of funny stuff. Thank you, Wayne Bodie, for making the effort to turn up. Well, thank you very much. Been a pleasure. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel where this episode would be on. Uh, the Stephen Bywater interview probably will happen at some point due to family emergency. Uh, it was cancelled again, but hopefully it will come through. Um, not only if you are listening, Wayne Wright's probably throwing his hat into the ring for the fourth Northern Monkey, so you will have to up your game for next week. He sounded very oh. professional and all, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Sound quality were good, picture quality were good. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he, I, I would say he, he he was an actor at one point. I definitely saw him on TV. He also brings up the level of good looking in, in as, as a group. He lifts us up a couple of levels. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Anyone would do that with us. For. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks to Ian Rat for doing that. We'll have a couple more different people doing that over the next few weeks. So uh, thank next you week, for... next week, let's get Fisher. I mean. Yeah, we could do, I suppose. Uh, I'm going to try and keep him as a surprise for you. Oh, I'll tell you what, if anyone wants to describe uh, a famous Premier League moment, you know, send, you know, send us an email, send us a tweet, send us a Facebook message, uh, well, send your underwear send your underwear to Odin, whichever way you want to do it. And, uh, you know, you can send us a little audition tapes in. Yeah, and send us an email, um, northernmonkeysfootball at gmail.com. I think. Let me double check that for you guys. Northernmonkeysfootball at gmail.com uh, So if you fancy doing it, email in because then it keeps us, you know, gives it away from these these guys so they can't see it. I'll be in touch with a few people as well to get some different ones in um, over the next few weeks. Okay. Is that right? I mean, I've got access to the email account, like so. Yeah, I know you have, but when if you see it, just don't fucking look at it. Um, so we're getting it there because we've gone on forever. I mean, we're going to edit, edit a bit of this out, but we've gone on for a very long time, so I do apologise uh, for that. Um, I don't know when we'll be back next. We may do a similar time next week because I think looking ahead to the weekend has worked quite well tonight. Um, but that depends on people's availability. Wayne's a dick. Oh, me and Odin tend to be available at any time. It's just Wayne that's the problem. I'm um, available next week. There you go. Not a problem. Uh, we may do it Thursday because then we can have a look back at the blockbuster game on Wednesday night, can't we? So we'll have a look at that. We'll see. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you all. Thank you very much. Please subscribe. Please follow us. Please get involved. And we'll see you all next week, probably. Cheers, guys. Subscribe. Down that button down there. Press the subscribe. Subscribe.